0: Hey! Welcome to our show, Queer Nudrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone.
1: And I'm your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorin Jr.
0: How you doing? I'm doing well.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited about uh, the subject we're going to tackle today, rainbow washing, which is a new term to me but I because I, I called it something else or just Thought it was called something else so i'm excited to get into that and i know you're get you're excited to talk about your topic as well which is oh
1: yeah lily tomlin which right the the more that i looked into when we we're discussing grace and frankie i kept going crap we just need why haven't we done an episode on lily tomlin so this is true this is gonna i'm excited so yeah
0: right, yeah you get to get to make up for lost time on that one um, yeah, that'll be, yeah
1: so we're we're bad we're bad we're, we're bad we're, we're bad queers for not discussing our queen before now. So.
0: This is true. Cause I could think of a handful of other subjects. We probably, probably moved, but you know what? We're going to make up for it. I love the opening of the soda can on the mic. Cause that's some awesome Foley. <laughs> no,
1: I forgot to, yeah, it's actually, anyway. it is, it's a triple shot energy Starbucks. Cause I can't drink soda. So oh my
0: gosh. I can't imagine you on triple shot of anything, but you're, you're prepping to move here as I'm prepping to leave on vacation. So yeah, I'm guessing no. you need that little juice to get yourself going.
1: Uh, sure, well, yeah, we'll say it's because of that, yeah. Not that oh, okay. I'm addicted or anything. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not addicted to caffeine, so shut the fuck up. I'm fine, I can quit whatever I want to. You're
0: fine, you're fine, Okay, fine. Let it go, fine. let it moving go. Moving on, we're moving on. So yeah, so, you're So you're what's you're... going on with you anyway? Well, tell I'm me, tell me, this, tell me. Prepping... Okay, you, obviously, <laughs> you must have one shot that can. Um, well, we're prepping to leave. We're going to be gone for about two and a half weeks. Uh, my mother-in-law will be watching the puppies and the, the house and all that, uh, as well as uh, our neighbors. And then we also have some friends that'll come over. So we just talk to our two of our neighbors, let them know where we're at and what's 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 the haps. And then our other friend, the Owens, you know, then I'm going to we're going to connect with them and just uh, touch bases on the dog walking and all that. Good Come stuff. On. All the Come things on. that <laughs> all the things that go into you know dog care and and mother in law care. So um, excited about that. The, We're going to have some the care and
1: feeding of your mother in law. So, yes, <laughs>
0: that is important, and then and that actually is a topic of discussion that we'll have this afternoon. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> that I get to see my mom and some additional family members on the on the west side. Um, for those those listeners who don't know, I'm originally from uh western washington so we're gonna we'll we'll go to hawaii for a little bit but we're gonna spend a little bit of time on the west side as well just to see family because we just haven't seen them really since covid and so we planned that into this vacation so i'm excited for that i do have to work but i get to work on a sandy beach with my ties so i'll be working remotely for at least uh about 20 hours a week so i'll be part-time i'll I'm going to be waking up early in the morning and working anyway, because I just love what I do. So I am just might as well get paid for it. Makes sense. So that's exciting. Um, I, I don't look forward to being on a plane going over a large body of water. I do vaguely remember having an issue with that concept, but that's what I'm going to do. That's happening.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that that's what my ties are for. Just yes. I, I don't
0: know if they will serve me a Mai Tai on the plane, but I'm sure I could get a whiskey and a nap in, um, and well, I I've been reading the the Dune books, so I'm about to finish yeah. book two of Dune. So I'll take yeah. book three with me on the plane. So I'm sure I'll, I'll distract myself before I know it.
1: Have, have you seen the you you watched the new Dune movie, haven't
0: you? I have, yeah. Okay, I yeah, watched amazing. All but um, all but the children of the Dune. I, I I haven't watched that one, although I I did hear that there were some things in the in the shows or the movies or whatever oh I was talking about the movie There's just yeah, under, I'm talking about
1: that one movie, that
0: movie so. yeah I what I what I would have appreciated them doing is not making the mother character whiny she kind of got whiny she went from like a strong posture to a very meek posture and, and I you know having read the first two books essentially because I just got 20 pages left of a book two uh, I kind of understand a little bit of that, but it just—it was too much. I think they just did it to that too much. Anyway, I'm, I do look forward to the the actors that they selected and the character choices. I know they changed uh, this Doctor uh, Kinds to a female character, which if I don't have a problem with that, it still reads well. Um, but I'm excited about those series, and I, that's why I wanted to read it, because I'd seen the original, and I enjoyed it, but I never read the books. And then somebody mentioned I should, re- I should read the books again. I don't remember who that was. And so I'm in it, I'm, re- I'm reading it. So that and the the El Salvador Legend of Drizzet books. I'm really still enjoying those. I have about 10 more books in that series to finish out of 35. So some. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> uh, that's kind of a random tangent, but I'm going to, I look forward to reading and Des looks forward to painting. So which I never thought I would say. I'm going on vacation and I look forward to reading and here I am at 40 years old seeing it. So anyway, (laughs) I grew up. So yeah, and then you, what are you doing? What's up with you?
1: Well, uh, we are, so again, we're getting ready to move back
0: to the
1: area. We're going to be living in the Palouse and I'm so beyond excited and uh of course you and Desiree will be gone when we get there so yeah fuck you but whatever you know <laughs> I still love you guys, but, um so yeah. now we actually uh we've had today was our already our fifth showing at the condo so that's been sort of cool um nice when we got back after uh you know we went out and ran some errands got some boxes shit like that and when we got back brother uh made sure to to meow at me loudly that strangers were in the house and what were they doing here so that was that was that was fun
0: yes Um, protest
1: and i'm pretty sure that they're both going to be very pissed off at us if they get to move yet again so uh, so (laughs) i that that i just can't wait to go through so three days of them in in cars is going to be so much fun so yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i did that with. four cats a dog and two humans in triple degree weather yeah because it was we just happened to travel at that time it was not it was not great but it wasn't terrible we we made it (laughs) the the cats didn't appreciate it at all in fact at one point we had to wrap them up in ice towels and make little kitty burritos because they were overheating yeah it was i have never seen a cat overheat and it just I, I couldn't focus on driving. It's like, it, I was just, yeah, it was not fun. So we made little kitty burritos and dipped them in ice water to keep them cool. Oh. And then we got that. Oh, I bet they easy. loved
1: that. So
0: no, no, they didn't, <laughs> but they weren't hyperventilating in heat yeah. exhaustion anymore. Yeah. And then they were also clean. So there's a bonus. And I yeah, yeah. we found, we found a place that had working AC the, that, that evening. Good.
1: Good.
0: Anyway, oh, I 40. digress. <laughs> I don't know. I digress. So, oh, there is some other news, but I'll tell you that in a second. Um, well, go tell to, me the news. Go ahead. No, please, uh, seriously. Well, it's ahead. not. It's not exciting news. We have uh, rental property back on the west side, where uh-huh. where we're from. We have. Uh, we were kind of put in a situation by our renter that we weren't pleased with, and, in order to just kind of wash our hands of it and move on in a, I guess the nicest way possible, uh, we gave notice uh, instead of evicting them. For non-payment of rent for ten days, which is a right as owners, we just we were like, listen, we're giving you forty-five days. You have an additional thirty-five. Just leave the house in good condition. We're not going to go after you for ten thousand dollars, and we don't want to put an eviction record on you. You know, we don't want to have, we don't want you to have this either, and we just don't want to deal with it anymore. This renting is not bringing us joy. Like this is not something that makes us happy anymore and we, it was it and we did love what we were doing and we love that we can provide affordable housing to people and you know because god rents are just ridiculous but we just can't i cannot babysit this property and have it ten thousand dollars behind and still yeah. have to pay taxes and do all that stuff which it comes out of it doesn't come out of that rent if that rent's not paid so it just got to that point where we had to make that the hard call and so we had a conversation when, with them this morning and it was evident that they weren't pleased with the situation Understanding oh, that they, they put themselves in it they understood that but i don't know if they comprehend the extent of that and so they had asked if they can make payments to catch up and it's like no we're done like it just i can't babysit this i really love yeah. what i do with my job and it requires a lot of my energy and then Desiree's mm-hmm. starting another business and I was the one that was managing to some extent the rental properties you know I was yes. helping with that to some extent and neither one of us really want that kind of head- headache I guess is the way to put it yeah, it's a perfect way to put it
1: yeah
0: yeah so it was a hard it was really hard Gary to write an eviction notice I never want to be in that situation again I like these people they're good people mm-hmm. they just made a mistake but I was devastated and this is why we didn't record last night because I had sent it out and then we proceeded to make the phone calls to talk to them and they were not taking those phone calls because they were beveraging and not wanting to have conversations which I don't blame them oh, of
1: course. yeah I, I get it but you yeah.
0: know okay. but anyhow I get that's some news we're moving we're closing on the the business deal <laughs> um, yeah yeah I'm excited I'm excited about that so that was, that was it.
1: that. Was yeah, we're uh, so uh, yeah we're moving. We're uh, we're gonna be staying with our friend Tracy, um, who loves animals, and so she gets two more animals before with Dean, with Dean and I too. Yeah, I was gonna and, say. Um, and so we're gonna be staying there while we're looking for a new place to live. Um, we're. Uh, we're excited. Uh, she seems to be excited. So, and she's hardly over there anymore. She's always gone traveling. So, it'll, it'll work out really well. Uh, so, uh, the other cool thing on that on time about moving to the area is that um, Dean has already gotten a new job in oh. the area. So, yeah, awesome. He's, uh, yeah, he's going to be working at the. Uh, with uh, with Jen Cheslick at the food bank there, so he's oh, just nice. All,
0: nice not with Jen
1: Cheslick, but that's that
0: the organization, yes, yeah. 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 yeah, the, the organization, yeah. So great so, company, yeah. So,
1: yeah. And he's really excited. I'm so excited. He gets to work at a, a normal schedule again, and he will. He's making more money because he made. I can't remember if I said, but they make shit here. If they get tipped, he makes four bucks an hour here, and so and wow. I, just disgusting. So, so I'm glad he's got that. Uh, he gets full benefits uh, within a month of him starting there, and it's just I'm really he's excited. I'm excited for that. So um, things are really falling into place. Well, so that's where we're at on all that. Um, I it's kind of like recently. I I I'm not a religious person. I just say that, but I feel like a higher power has really been telling me recently that it is time to move. Mm -hmm. I had about a week ago a woman start telling me the reasons why the wall between Texas and Mexico should still be put up, (laughs) and she was shocked that I didn't completely agree with it, and then I was at a, um, and sadly in this day and age, my business, we had to go to an active shooter training yesterday to deal with that, so... Um, The shooter training, the person giving the training at one point said, the world's going mad. People just need to find God again.
0: Okay. Um, All right. That's a good strong start to it. Okay. uh,
1: Sure. Uh Uh And uh, then another point, she made sure to say that uh, she put up a, a map of the United States where in the last 20 years mass shootings have happened. It wasn't an accurate one because I sadly, I knew a couple that weren't listed. So that was the sad part about it. And then she made sure to point out how, look at how all the uh, the states that have more gun regulations are where all the active shootings are happening and that happen in the states where, or very few happen in the states where the gun laws are looser. And I so badly, I didn't. I wanted to stand up and go, okay, this map is completely wrong. I didn't do that. I wanted to really bad.
0: Why didn't you?
1: Because I'm almost gone from this place. And
0: Right. Um, Even more reason why not.
1: No. Why? I, because everybody else in there was applauding this. Really? Oh, yeah. So, and then, doing all this, and then another point, she talks about how her husband, I'm sorry, I should explain that she is the She is the head of security for the the company I am. So, okay, so she's the head of security. And another point, she talked about how her husband has taught her, his mom, how to shoot a gun from inside her purse. So if somebody tries to steal her purse, she can shoot that person when she starts to hand him the purse. Instead of just saying hand the purse to him and let it be over, this is so then goes on to encourage people who own guns. And to be fair, she said who own guns to go get the proper training so that when an active shooter happens, they can help by shooting the active shooter.
0: Okay, the only downside is when police show it, they don't know who the actual active shooter is and you're holding a gun.
1: And she made sure there was a year or two years ago, there was a, there was a shooter situation in the area that was curtailed to a degree because of a person who happened to be carrying a gun. So all of her stuff went by this one person, one time that this actually worked. And so she was encouraging everybody who, who owns a gun and she said to get proper training. I I have never I sadly in the same age I had to go to a lot of them. I've had to go to a lot of active shooter trainings. I've never once before had a police officer encourage a civilian to shoot at people. They have all very much said to run, hide, fight yeah. if you need to. Her, yeah. oh, and then also that her response was she did, oh, and then at one point she said, and remember you gotta understand folks at this point, all through this meeting, the people are applauding the stuff. She said, oh yeah, you're right, right on. This is what they're saying. So, and then there's a point where, uh, they're there she i've lost my train of thought i'm so i'm so angry at this whole thing there i've really lost my yeah train
0: of thought. you're so you're, you're so you're losing your thought because you're angry and i just picked yeah. up my my two meditation balls um, they're, uh they're an agate stone that i picked up from a, a local shop here and i'm just trying i'm just working on meditating <laughs> as i'm listening to this absolute Bullshit. If I was in that room, this is just kind of who I am. I'm like, oh, I would oh, just, I would be like, I, this is fucking wrong. And I'm writing your superiors at mic drop out. Like oh, this. You understand
1: that it wouldn't have, it wouldn't, trust me, wouldn't it work? that would have
0: worked. I understand. I understand. i just, just, no I'm yeah. not in this situation. And yeah. it's so easy on the outside yeah. of the conversation to make these passing comments. And I, and yeah. I know you, and yeah. I know that that wasn't easy to sit through. Oh, and I know you I would was just, said something and you would have oh. done something if you thought it would be remotely effective and oh, yeah. I do know that i'm just saying my re- my gut reaction is is to throw my meditation balls at my glass window because it's yeah that's just where my angle would be and i'm like no i must meditate <laughs> I'm so oh bad yeah right now.
1: it was oh no it was just i'm sitting there the entire time just going what the holy fuck and realizing i am truly in a different country basically than where i'm from i mean it was just and they were all applauding this and saying how, how wonderful, yes, we need to be doing all this stuff. Her response to when they came out, oh, she did at one point say, she looked at all this and said, what will you do if somebody's pointing a gun at you? Her response was, that's gonna have to be your choice. What I did is I prayed, when it happened to me, I prayed to my all, all my, that was her entire response. Didn't talk about anything. Her, she did at one point finally say, you have three choices, run, hide, or fight. She did not get into any, what you should do in any three of those situations. She didn't talk about any of that. What you could use, what, where you should hide.
0: How she to barricade also, your door. There's so many basic and office then, items that can yeah, secure yeah. a door from being opened.
1: I've had talks with my people in the kitchen about if something like this happens and you, I said, hide, run. Where are we going to hide? We went over that. I said, if you can get out the door, you run. You don't worry about the rest of us. You run. You get the fuck out of here, because I, said, I will be doing the exact same thing. You, um, if you have to fight, remember we always have boiling water going. You throw that fucker. You throw a pot of water at that fucker. You do whatever you need to do.
0: Right. None of this
1: was said. None of this was said to these people.
0: I, I was just no. It just they just played into their fear. Oh, told yeah. them what they wanted to hear. And all that, all that is not going to do anything. And oh, we need more God in our life. And I'm not debating that. I do think that we have, uh, I think just religion in general connects us to a community of people. And we are not, we're just losing that more and more over time. Yeah. We're just losing that, that physical connection that it's, yeah, we could connect in social media. and So it's not the same as the empathy you get and the feelings that you get in the in the vocal inflections and the body language you get from being in and around people and mm-hmm. being in and around people around a common cause that is generally for the well-being of that or of that community it's yeah. not i mean i just we're we are missing that i know i don't mm-hmm. just count that as being an important factor And I do see it now causation, correlation, you know, it's debatable as to say, okay, well, the rise of social media, we're seeing a rise in violence. Well, Well, we're also seeing a rise in. Oh, I'm sorry. And they mentioned,
1: sorry, I forgot one thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: They mentioned that she she put the correlation between video games and and gun violence. Of course,
0: of course. Video games. Yeah, it's got to be
1: oh my god and while i so badly what i wanted to say was when she said the thing about the god thing anyway so this is i i you know god love you if you if you're a religious person i sure. you know that's i'm well, not also like i, I well no let say me finish, this. I got TV. To finish
0: you can say that about well, movies you can say okay that so about-
1: I, and so it's the whole thing. And when she said that about the, about everybody needs to find God again. And she said a little bit more than that. Just, but I, I wanted to get, I wanted to so badly raise my hand, but I didn't because of where I were and say, you know what, I'm an atheist. I would never think about killing another person. I, I wanted to so bad and I didn't do it. You know, so there's right. so many things anyway. That, so that was just, that was my, that was yesterday. And I was so fuming by the time oh I got done and I wanted to go for a walk. So I usually walk when I'm that pissed. It was a fucking 104 degrees outside, so I couldn't go for a walk. I'm just in there fuming. And I, was, I, and I, and I couldn't talk to many of my staff because they were all applauding what she was saying. I go, oh my God, I need to be out of here. And I, at this point, you want to also say that every one of these people I work with, I like from the top down to the bottom. They've asked how Dean is doing. They, they've never had an issue with any of that. So I want to make sure and state that also. Sure. I love my, I've really loved my job. This is just a moment of, oh yeah, it's time to move.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's all this is folks, I want you to understand. I loved my job. It's not something, they've all been wonderful. I've never once felt uh, that they were ostracizing me or anything. I do need to say that also. Um, So that was, that kind of was my, that was what I wanted to talk about. I do, before we get into other, uh, going into your news items, I do want to thank several listeners, um, woof woof. Uh, two from Twitter, and I'm doing their Twitter handles. Um, allegedly, Ronathan, who has been listening to us for almost a year at this point, and is the one who encourages me to continuously use the term motherfuckers. So thank <laughs> you, because you, yes, I, I love thank that you. saying that. Thank it? you. So. <laughs> and the other is... I'm going to pronounce it wrong even with going over instant messaging talking with per, this person Chris Fry as I think is how he says it that I um real have a very emphasis on the r in the fry so so um she is a uh, he sorry is a new person listening to our podcast and cool uh, he is, uh, and he doesn't want to yet, but I've been trying to talk him into coming on and talking because he is a person who is very open with a blog he has. So go to his site; it's k r y s . f r e i to find his Twitter, and he has a blog where he talks about uh, uh, van life and how he's getting ready to do to do that and his experience with transitioning. Okay. So I, I'm very impressed with this person and want to get to know him better.
0: Okay, so, so I'm, good um, I'm just making that note right now yeah. to add it to the credits, into yeah. the notes. So cool, cool. Well, I'm then, glad that we got some new listeners and that they're connecting with us. Oh, and we're not done. We have oh, two more new sorry. listeners. I'm sorry, not what? Done
1: yet. What? I know. Hold I know. on, I, know.
0: I gotta go get my champagne. <laughs> uh, it's not even noon yet. Hold on.
1: Oh, well see. Now that's advantage to here. It's almost one thirty, so. <laughs> um, but it's it's also it's a weekend, so you have a mimosa. It counts set. I don't know what your issue is.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all
1: right. So, but um, the other two are, uh, and I'm not saying their full names because I haven't really asked their permission. So i have just been, Hannah, and Shay are two people I've met. This, well, I've known Hannah now for a couple weeks. She has already grown to love the podcast. And um, Holly, she wants to meet you so bad. She just thinks she must be the coolest person. So uh-huh. I, tried, I tried to tell her you weren't, but she didn't listen to me. Well,
0: so. <laughs> I, I have, I could give you a list of references that, we say <laughs> that I am and I'm not, I am not joking. I actually said that one time jokingly to, who was it? I think it was a job interview. I was young and dumb. And I jokingly said that and they called me on it. I was like, "Oh, damn!" And I did. I do have people. I'm like, "Hey, I was, you know, can you be a reference for me?" And they're like, "Cool." And and I and that person did say, "Is this person awesome?" And and then my friends called me up. They're like, "They asked if you were awesome." I've never been asked that before, and I'm like, "Well, now you have."
1: And the other one I want to share is, her name is Shay. And she's
0: ah, love she's Shay. just new
1: to the to the listening family. She's listened to one episode so far. And okay. she, uh, these two people, I'm upset. I, I have met them personally, not just, these aren't Twitter people, I've met them in person too late in the game and they would have become amazing friends and i'm they still sorry can, that, but also oh, be, i understand what you're friends. saying yeah, yeah. they're going to be amazing friends one way or the other and i've promised hannah that when dean and i finally renew our vows that i'm going to invite her and her wife to the wedding so they can prove that it's really happening because she's like i can't believe you told Dean that it was a business transaction you guys need to get you need to get renew your vows like he said yes
0: <laughs> yes Hannah, yes. And and if by chance this event should take place and you're not able to make it, I will personally record it and get it to you as witness. I'm going to
1: bet that no matter what, she will make sure to be there because I think it, it was an personal friend to her that I called it a business transaction.
0: Was, it was to me and I'm your friend. I'm like, what?
1: And you know me though. You know, I know that, that you guys,
0: Yes, I know it's more than that. And I also know you to be a very logical human being
1: yeah you know so but so i think she'll make sure she will i think she's going to want to be there so she can witness it truly happening so i
0: hear you I hear you.
1: but no Trilly and hannah you are my gosh you're going to be so missed and um i'm glad you're that we're both moving on in different directions and but i wish you're moving up to the washington area with me Side note. So can you,
0: you would side note. Specifically Eastern love, Washington area.
1: <laughs> you would love Holly Desiree. I'm just saying, it, but whatever.
0: So all right.
1: All right. So um and then can I do one more thing before you go into your news? I'm sorry yeah, of
0: about course. One more thing. it's not, it's um, not it's not on the script, whatever. I know, I know. <laughs> so
1: uh I did want to uh because she's getting ready to talk about queer news, I wanted to add a little entertainment bit to that. If you have not watched our flag means death. On HBO Max, you need to. It is the best, one of the best television shows I watch. It is, if you like Schutz Creek, you'll love this show. It is, um, I can't say too much. I will say that it has already been renewed for another season. It's loosely based on a real life event um and it's it this it's set um long time ago and this guy goes off to become a pirate which is truly what happened to this gentleman um and it is truly one of the best shows it's a feel good wonderful show it's eight episodes total half hour each you know even you holly could finish that
0: (laughs) so i well i don't have hbo anymore so i'll have to i'll have to reconsider that but anyhow our, flag means, our, our flag means death on HBO.
1: It is. It is. Any person <laughs> who has an HBO Max uh, should watch it. It is. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Okay. Now, Holly, did you want to talk about some queer news and lead into, yes. your, into your big topic? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I. I have. Um, I have a couple that are going to be very angry, and I'm going to try to contain myself while I talk about it. And it is, the two in particular that I'm talking about are out of Texas, so kind of on topic-ish. You being in Texas, um. So I'm stealing myself right now because I'm so mad. All right. So and uh, this comes from NBC News, and I'll drop this in our in our notes. A Texas Baptist church labeled now as an anti-LGBT uh, hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, this tr- this pastor there has uh, caused an outrage um, because he, in his sermon just this last Sunday, said that gay people, all gay people, all gay people should be lined up against the wall and shot in the back of the head. This pastor, Dylan Oz, a steadfast Baptist church in the suburbs of fort worth texas made this comment as well as many other remarks in his morning sermon titled why we won't shut up which i'm retitling as shut the fuck up so dillweed i mean dylan said i'm angry this morning because our entire community is celebrating the worst sin in the bible really the worst sin really because i could think of a few like i don't know, murder." covening somebody's spouse, worshiping another God, you know, any of the other 10 commandments, just saying. Uh, so Dilwe, Dylan here goes on to say that gays are dangerous to society and that all homosexuals are pedophiles. And then he goes on to say, well, well, I'm not saying that every single ho- single homosexual alive right now has committed that act with a child already because they haven't had the opportunity yet but they will at some point later in their life. And this is why we need to put these people to death through the proper channels in the government. These people are not normal and they're not your average everyday sinners and there's no salvation and hope. Really? Because uh, I could think that we could, uh, we could talk about a few like that. Again, going back to that 10 commandments and you, sir, are talking about killing people. And I know that is one of the 10 commandments. So, okay. So he goes on to talk, goes on and lists scriptures old testament bullshit and then starts i don't know how, what you want to call it but it's like well, wow, then you're gonna have these other religious groups saying god is love and we should love the person and not the sin and we should do this And no, but now we're celebrating and he just goes on this freaking tyrant but he is empowering people to kill and we already have that happening in our country as well as around the world and i just don't understand how this person isn't being arrested. There should be, if not, there should be uh, rules against people in powerful positions using their their proverbial podium to pass these kind of things. You know, pass this kind of language because the causes. I mean, we're looking at it right now. We have the January sixth um, trial thing that's happening right now, and I encourage people to go watch it. It's only two hours at a time. They're keeping it pretty short and digestible for people, but it. There are literally people literally saying, no, stand by and and don't do anything. Or, "Uh, yeah, we should we should definitely go hang Pence from the president's office at the time. And you're telling me that didn't influence those that massive group of people that have Twitter in their hand, looking at these live comments being made by the president. To then go in and rush the Capitol and commit willing to commit heinous crimes, thank God they weren't able to, but they were willing to do that. And you're telling me that there's no coincidence in the, in the voice of a podium to the people taking action. There's a problem. And just like every new law that we have, it's always based on the changes of our society. That's why we have a legal system. And this is, con- this is an issue that this we pastor person or whatever is, is why we're having issues in our religious societies that you have hate being bred in these areas. Why would anybody want to be a part of that? And those that are, you don't want to be a part of them. Anyway, just, but, or, all right. But on a positive news out of Texas-ish, the Texas judge blocks a bullshit law in Texas that's aimed at investigating families of transgender children as a form of child abuse. So for those who, who don't remember, uh, Republican Governor uh, Greg Abbott through the Texas Supreme Court had allowed, um, basically allowed a law to pass that will investigate uh, transgender youth for child abuse if they were transgendered seeking seeking care some some sort some form of care, and basically anybody can report these families. Three family members have are working with an advocacy group and uh, and a, a law firm to file charges against the state for investigating. Well, the judge blocked that investigation from continuing into these with the, into these families. Um, she said, Jan, Jan Sophia, halt the investigation when three families who sued to prevent any similar investigations against other members of the LGBTQ uh, group. She says, I do not find that there is sufficient reason or belief that the plaintiff will, I have, sorry, I find that there is sufficient reason to and believe that the plaintiff will suffer immediate and irreparable injury if the commissioner and the Department of Family Protective Services are allowed to continue to implement and enforce this new department rule that equates transgender confirming care into child abuse, which is exactly what it is. It's, this is somebody who's seeking care and they're, they're calling it child abuse, which is bullshit says that the families will be protected from invasive and unnecessary and unnerving investigations by the department simply for helping their transgender children thrive and be themselves is a good thing. However, let it be clear, these investigations into loving and affirming homes shouldn't be happening in the first place. So we'll probably see some more discussions coming out of the Texas Supreme Court about this law. There are 29 states right now that have some sort of uh, anti-LGBT laws and then there's 31 that have even more extensive laws that they're trying to pass which I mean that's just that's too many people so that's and I know there's I said that those numbers don't quite add up to 50 you know 50 states but that's because some areas are pushing that boundary in, in, into the other categories um, that's where the conversation about um, why we need to fight for Marriage equality at the state level is important because we don't know what's going to happen at the Supreme Court level right now, because at the Supreme Court, at the federal level, we have protective rights under the Marriage Equality Act. But at the state level, there are, there are more than half our states do not have that. They have laws on their books right now that, sh- that do not support marriage equality. And so seeing that things like Roe versus Way has the potential of being overturned, among other things, that are pro- people having their own rights um we're seeing that this is becoming this is becoming more of a primary discussion that we need to be having on the state level and something i didn't really think about being out of washington because i've never had to worry about that because washington was one of the first states to pass it before it went on the federal level i didn't think about the fact that our neighbors don't have that same privilege and just how terrifying that is so i'm grateful for there's some work out of utah right now uh, where people are fighting against the law that that's on the books right now. So hopefully we can see some more people having that, having those discussions at their state level and pass some legislation to support marriage equality. Uh, on to positive news. Before I jump into our main topic, Gary, did you happen to see the news about Rebel Wilson?
1: Sorry, I muted myself because I, I I was I you, I was swearing a blue streak as you're talking. So um,
0: yes, isn't that? awesome right
1: that's why i didn't mention
0: it yes so i okay for our listeners who don't know the fabulous rebel wilson announced in i think it was twitter i think she tweeted it
1: yes she did
0: yes she did she said i thought i was searching for a disney prince but maybe what i really needed all this time was a disney princess and she's and this is tagged onto a photo with her um with a with a gal that she's clearly embracing which that can mean anything right best friends can embrace and it could be whatever right so there's at the time when this was dropped on thursday uh, people had reached out to to Reb, rebel about con- confirming that she was in a, in a relationship with this woman and they released it three hours ago i guess a source told the people I don't know how reliable people is, but told people that they are, in fact, in a relationship. That's Ramona Agruma, A-G-R-U-M-A, also a gorgeous um, human being. So I tweeted or I actually sent a message to Rebel's account. And I was like, you know, I didn't know I was looking for a Disney princess and I ended up with a queen. So whether or not you're in a relationship with this woman or not doesn't matter. I'm glad that you found somebody who will celebrate you for you. And that's all that matters. And so I, I don't think that she's gay or, you know, pan or whatever. I think she's another human being who just happened to find another human being. And however, she wants to identify herself. I'm here to celebrate her. I'm, I'm, and, and even people that have have commented that know her have said, I've never seen her this happy before. So that means something, right? At the end of the day, that means something. So I'm excited to see to see her happy and to see her thriving and and, and, and still creating some beautiful art. So I was like, I saw that. I was like, ah, yeah, just, I lost it. Love it. it for the people who don't know, during COVID, a lot of our actors and performers weren't doing a lot during COVID because of all the restrictions. She spent a, almost a year just on self-improvement, just really looking at, the fact, that she's an emotional eater, emotional drinker, uh, not as physically active uh, to account for all those, all the calorie intake. And she realized that she was, it, it was a form of self-harm. This is how she has identified it for herself is that it was, uh, she was doing this to cope. And so she had, she spent that time. She's like, I'm really grateful that I had COVID this, this time during COVID to really focus on me and, and not just be so go, go, go in the business. I'm, I'm healthier. Both mentally and physically, and and you're just when you see that in people when they go through that that time, they just sit with themselves and and focus on bettering themselves to be happy and accept themselves for who they are. Other things outside of them start to start to click together, and we're seeing that here play out in this relationship, even if it's not a, a romantic relationship, and I suspect it is. It still doesn't matter. Like you you attract that positivity into your life. Uh, not saying you won't have some bad times, but you attract more of that goodness. So I'm very happy for her, super excited. I can't wait to see um, what, you know, what she does. She's always been an advocate for for our community. So I'm excited. Anyhow, not that it drops right into our topic of rainbow washing, but let's pretend it does. It doesn't, it really doesn't. Okay, (laughs) so rainbow washing, those who don't know, it's basically, it's pandering to the public by painting their brands and their goods with the pride flag for basically one month out of the year. It's, it's kind of a, a performative activism. It's like, they don't really care. I mean, maybe they do a little bit uh, and they basically are just, they're, they're going for the queer dollar. This is back on that same conversation that we had in earlier episodes about queer baiting, where shows or in, in Hollywood will have a hint of a gay character or something along those lines that draw that part of that community that and therefore that part of the community's dollars and and often it's just that money's being used against them in legislation which is where this conversation will take us when i when i get there in just a moment so in the wake uh, in, in the united states in the wake of recent anti lgbt legislation several state states and experts are suggesting that people will st- People and and just other organizations will start holding corporations accountable um, and how they treat pride and how they treat LGBTQ. So getting into that just a little bit more here, briefly. So rainbow washing and corporate pride hunting for the LGBT community usually starts right about that June 1st time, and we just get just inundated from apple watch pride bands to burger king buns oh my god that was a re- two buns two top buns and two bottom buns i can't i just i guess it's funny i don't get it anyway I thought it was hilarious
1: i, I just did. I, I, I i thought
0: it was hilarious it was like i just okay you know whatever um I, and i don't really know if they're like their dollars are actually going for or against the community but i'm just like that i don't know Maybe it's fine. I I still feel like it's just for that performance. You got like Bud Bud Light, got their seltzer cans all rainbow. We have sandwich packaging wrapped in rainbow, Doritos and rainbow. All this stuff is just wrapped in rainbow, which to some extent, like I'm here for it. But now I haven't really thought about the fact that I'm giving... I'm giving the Chick-fil-A's of the world my money to then use it against me at the state and federal level to strip me and other people in my community of their rights. So where does that, where does that take us? Well, it could be done. Well, first of all, Rainbow Wash could be done in, in a couple of different ways. It could be brand taking their brands and slapping rainbows on it, slapping it on their social media, uh, releasing a limited edition pride merchandising. Uh, using their employees as props in pride pride related marketing materials, uh, being shady about how they're giving back to the community throughout the year so they're not very clear, uh, hiring queer creators or actors for pride projects and then underpaying them. So what does that do? Well it waters down it waters down a big part of our history which, I, at the end of the show, we'll talk about what we're going to do for the two weeks that we're off. And one of them is going to be the Stonewall discussion that we had in uh, season one. When, C, when Stonewall happened in 1969, that was a built up of things that had happened up into that point. And then we had this, the New York City Police Department raided Stonewall Inn and it sparked riots all over the area, which now we, it's more instead of rioting on, you know, in, in June, we're celebrating. We're celebrating the, the four progression we're celebrating each other we're celebrating our growth as as a community and then you have corporate america whitewashing it out to just basically making dollars off of us as an opportunity to use that against us not all there's there there's several that are not in fact there's 200 specific companies that are actually fighting um and calling companies out that are doing this which i appreciate because as much as I would love to just bitch at a company that's taking our money and, and like Chick-fil-A and using it against us, other corporations that are at that same level, calling them out and, and putting that pressure on them is going to be far more effective than me yelling at them for my podcast. So I appreciate the work that they're doing. Um, anyway, moving on. So as we as we'll see, and we'll probably see more of this in the next couple of years, bands. Uh, uh brands excuse me are going to be held there it's just going to happen there's going to be more and more accountability people are going to want to see those financial records and where their politics are as an organization and how that money is being spent uh and i think that's appropriate if you're going to take if you're going to take our money and then use it against us i i then i think there's a there's a real issue there I just it, yeah <laughs> and now i say that and i'm not gonna say i won't enjoy like i don't know the the brats dolls that came out that are um lesbian themed dolls like they're cute i'm not this is not my style but all right it's cute you know so and like you the hamburger thing it, it was it was funny right i didn't think it was funny but i'm sure other people found that was funny i'm sure it's still a delicious burger anyway um i digress i digress on this um i just i think pandering to to the community in that way can can have some damage i think it went from being a good thing to it, it being an abuse of their power to take take money to then use it against us
1: the, the only thing i'm going to say and i agree with you almost completely like 99 i agree with you
0: Except for the burger conversation. I knew well, it.
1: well, no. More of the fact that, yes, it is pandering, but also in the end, they can have any moral beliefs they want to, but if the almighty dollar starts showing that because of them pandering to us, that they're making more money, their moral beliefs will change. So, I kind okay. of encourage people that when, say, Verizon makes efforts or Burger King or whatever,
0: or T-Mobile kind of, or, T-Mobile, yeah.
1: Did that that'd be the time period to, you know, if you're looking at doing something like that, go ahead and doing it then. Cause there is that almighty dollar that changes your morals a lot on what you believe in. When when all of a sudden that that becomes the focus, when all of a sudden they realize their sales spiked 2% during pride month because of this, it does start, their morals start changing. So that, that'd be the one area. And I agree with you, everything you're saying, I just want to say the one little good thing about it in the process too. <laughs>
0: Well, I appreciate it. Um, the HRC uh, the the Human Rights Campaign group, that's an LGBTQ advocacy group, says that more than 222 companies have signed a statement opposing um, just legislation against the anti um, bills that are coming out of Florida, for example, that don't say gay bill. And that's, that I think is appropriate, right? Those those companies that they want to slap some pride sticker on, I don't know, a water bottle and take it fine. Here's my dollar. Thank you for my bottle. Go and advocate. Like, I appreciate that. I'll give them my money, preferably a recyclable bottle, but that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I found that to be interesting. I didn't know that rainbow washing was a thing. And I heard, I heard about it first from the What A Day podcast um i think it was probably gosh five six days ago i was like what the hell is hey, this can i
1: i can interrupt just for a minute make sure to put that in our notes too because that's a really good podcast
0: and I it is a really good people. podcast so, they are so. that's a solid podcast yeah yeah so um I, mean. I well i plan to put the notes on there and then the the notes about our friend on twitter so mm-hmm. yeah okay. for sure Cool. that was really
1: good really good, good. i'm very impressed holly
0: thanks <laughs> did you have any other questions about rainbow washing or just just your your your, your kind of your off-screen?
1: no that was the one thing yeah okay. that's a one one little thing i really know i right. really good did a good well, job there holly well Kudos. take
0: us into take us into lily
1: so i'm going to talk about uh, lily tomlin who has been somewhat in the spotlight, basically since 1971. Um, she will be turning 83, I believe, on September 1st. Excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I, I wanna, I, I love this. I, it just to me says who, who Lily Tomlin is, uh, a quote she did at one point. It's fairly long, so bear with me for a second. I certainly never called a press conference or anything like that. Back in the 70s, people didn't write about it, even if they knew they would refer to Jane as Lily's collaborator, things like that. Some journalists are just motivated by their own sense of what they want to say or what they feel comfortable saying or writing about. In 77, I was on the cover of Time. The same week, I had a big story in Newsweek. And one of those magazines that said, I live alone. And the other magazine said, I live with Jane Wagner, Unless you were so really adamant, adamantly out and had made some declaration at a press conference, people back then didn't write about your relationship. In 75, I was making the Modern Scream album and Jane and I were in the studio. My publicist called me and said, time will give you the cover if you come out. I was more offended than anything that they thought we'd make a deal. But that was 75. It would have been a hard thing to do at the time. So saying all that, first of all, it just, to me, that says who Lily Tomlin is. She's always, she's been there, but she's never been, she's not like, she's always been out, but then it kind of under the radar.
0: Yeah. I, just living, just living her best yeah. life.
1: I remember being a, being a kid, not truly understanding what my parents were talking about, even at that point. But hearing them saying that, well, you know, she's a lesbian. You know, and so even in my Ooh. my parents were very redneck, very, very rednecky. And for them to know that, but she never made a big deal about it. So she's always, she's never, she's never tried to lie and say she wasn't something that she wasn't. And she's been with Jane Wagner since 1971. They met in 71. They've been together since then. They finally got married because they couldn't get married, but they finally got, were able to get married in 2013. They have one of the most successful Hollywood marriages. They are a true Hollywood, quote unquote, power couple. Mm. She has never, between the two of them, Jane writes almost all of her material, they have always worked. They have never not worked. I will say that I will say this and say this and say this and say this. Lily Tomlin is one of the best actors out there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Not talking, not pigeonholing comedian, not saying dramatic, she's just an amazing actor. If she would have been a straight actor, the quote unquote straight actor, she would have been Meryl Streep. She would have been like a Betty Davis. But because she lived her truth, she never reached those, those highs, which she would have. You watch her first episode of Grace and Frankie, where I just always it always just comes to me the part where she's she is so frustrated and she wants to cry, and she opens the refrigerator and realizes she doesn't want anything shut it, and shuts it, then tries to open it up again right away because she realizes no, she wants something, and she can't open it up. The frustration you see there is she's not saying a fucking word during this. And, during this whole, I mean, it's almost a minute of just, you you watch what's going on in her face. You know what she's feeling. You know what's going on in her. If you never have seen her in um, Nashville, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, I'm this- still shocked she didn't win for Nashville. She played a woman unhappy happy in her marriage a very religious woman, very unhappy in her marriage, who had two deaf children. That performance she did in there, she first of all, she had to, to sign. She learned how to how she learned how to sign to do this. It I was touching, that. it was funny, and she's a good singer. She sings in this. It she should have won. I think that she did not reach the level that she could have because of, of who she is. She has, this is just a, a selected list. She won Best Actress in a Play, a Tony Award for The Search of Science of Intelligent Life in the Universe. She won a special Tony Award, Lifetime Achievement in 1977. Sorry, the first one, Best Actress in 1986. She won um, an Emmy Award in 1972 for Best Comedy Album. Tomlin has won six Emmy Awards and one Daytime Emmy Award. 1981, Outstanding Variety and Music or Comedy Series. 1974, Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy, Variety Variety or Music Special. 1974, Outstanding Writing Comedy, Variety or Music Special. 1976, Lily Tomlin, another variety special. 1978, the Paul Lynn Special. She won awards for all of these. She won 2013 Outstanding Voiceover Performance for An Apology to Elephants, something that she and Jane are very much animal activists.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: She won a Daytime Emmy Award in 1995, Outstanding Performer and Animated Program, The Magical School Bus. In 2017, she won a Lifetime Achievement Award for the Screen Actors Guild if that had been a straight actor, the accolades she would have, she, she, I just, it floors me that she has been winning awards since 1974 to the most recent one in 2017. And you would just expect that she would just, I mean, she should be, she, she should be like a, a multi-billionaire, you know, she—you know—she should be doing. She does really well. Don't get me wrong; she does better than the average person. But she's not in the league of a Meryl Streep. She's not in the league of, not even, you know, like a Tom Cruise. Yeah,
0: I, but I also get the impression she doesn't want that either. She enjoys what she does.
1: I'm going to say bullshit.
0: Okay. Because
1: uh, I and I don't. I'm not saying she I doesn't have-
0: deserve it.
1: But and she's even, I, and I don't have the quote here. I'm sorry, but there's a quote where she said that that she knows that she would have hidden her life, she would have had even a more successful career. Because there's times that they were trying, like they literally, uh, they're uh, in search of intelligent life. They sold VHS recordings out of their garage because they couldn't afford any other way to do it. Mm. So, I, so not, and I, and I, and she has, she's boy, she's done better than most people. Mm-hmm. I'm not biting and saying that. I just think she would have been another level. And I appreciate your, I do appreciate your input. I really do. I just, that was one I just know. And I, I don't have the quote here. And so I'm no,
0: sorry. No, that's fine. That's but, fine. I, um, it's all good.
1: But I love the fact that too, she's, there's something she has for so many different ages. I mean, my daughters remember her as the voice of, of Miss Frizzle in the magic, the magic School Bus. I love the Magic School Bus. I love the Magic School Bus. <laughs> I mean that's you know it's it was amazing and I'm sitting there I'm in my 30s watching this with my quote-unquote kids and enjoying every moment of it you know so why were
0: your kids quote-unquote kids
1: well because i was saying I'm quote watching it with my kids while well, I was really the one watching it you know, they Oh, they were there but I, got, I was watching
0: oh, got it got it so Um, Wow, I missed that one. Thanks for walking me through. (laughs) No, it's okay.
1: It's okay. Um, So, and she, she was in, for me, I I remember she was in Murphy Brown, one of my favorite shows from the 90s. Before this, she was in the iconic show, Laughing. She was in Laughing, and that's, you know, that was the precursor to Before Saturday Night Live. That's where she... People still quote her her Edith Ann, uh, which was a little five-year-old girl she played. She has been part of Americana for so many years. And Jane and her, like, if there's, like I said, they're like this wonderful power couple. Jane very much likes to be in the background. She does not want to be out front and center. I'm not saying we reach a million listeners or anything, but I think even me talking this much about her, if she had anything to say about it, she'd go, please don't. <laughs> yeah. she, 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 she's a true writer. She does not want to be out there for people to no, know. She likes the quietness. She likes that. Lily Tomlin has said that Jane can express for, for what Lily to say better than Lily could ever could. She gets her feelings in a way that Lily can express them. Aww. I know, isn't that, they, they, oh, and they, they've been together so many years and we don't hear these accolades for them. You know, Aww. we don't hear, I mean, they've been together. Yeah, another great movie she did and it was not, it did not do well, was I Heart Huckabees. She was amazing in this movie. It's a movie you should watch if people haven't seen it. It's, it's wonderful political satire, you should watch it. Um, I think every, everybody, but in particular every woman, should watch The Incredible Shrinking Woman. It's an allegory about how, as a woman, especially from the 70s, but how your life is shows her physically shrinking, but it's about how she's losing, she's losing herself to her husband and to her kids. And it's all mm. a satire. It is, that's something that, that Jane wrote for her it is an amazing piece of work that only gets better the older it gets. its uh, I would recommend every person watching it. I think that in the same age with everything going on, that maybe everybody needs to rewatch it again, just to say, look, women have rights, <laughs> you know? What?
0: <laughs> I know. You have what?
1: I know, so, and then, uh, I'm going to guess you probably never have because you're a little too young for it. Uh, the movie Nine to Five. Oh, of course. Is, you've seen it? Okay, yeah. good. So it's, I actually just rewatched it the other day because I it was ready for the podcast. Sadly, so sadly, it is also still very re- relevant today. And just as funny as it was back then.
0: It's been a while since I've seen it. I should watch it again, too.
1: It, and it was made in 1980.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I watched I watched it much later, obviously. Oh, um.
1: but, it, but the thing about it is, it's sad that that is still relevant today. It is all that's said in it. There's nothing that has changed. That's the sad part about it. It's gotten minuscule better. There's a couple things that there's no way would happen today that happened back then. Mm-hmm. But not near enough. I mean, 90% of the movie still holds true to date. So
0: Yeah. I just love I just love those women, all three of them.
1: Oh yeah, they're well, and all three of them big activists. Mm -hmm. And what Jane Fonda is you know the big one. She's always been very vocal about our stuff. The other two have been very quietly always for what they believe in. And I, for the most part, everything they believe in, I believe in. So, you know, it's I, I think they're amazing. So I'm sure there are other people out there who don't believe that. But, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So um, it's something I reckon, I really recommend to everybody to watch 9 to 5, The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Uh, watch the video of Intelligent Life on Earth. It's, um, these are all... And Nashville, if you haven't seen these, revisit who she is. Revisit the actress Lily Tomlin. She's in her early 80s. She's got three new films coming out. Not one, three, <laughs> three. new films coming out.
0: Three, yes. Uh,
1: you would not guess she's in her 80s. I mean, I, I honestly, if I didn't know, but I would assume she's in her 60s. Just mainly because I just wouldn't have assumed that, you know. But, you know, I know her career. She, I love the fact that this, this in her later years. I mean, she is having a wonderful resurgence. She deserves it. We need to get her an Oscar. She's never won. Then she could have the wonderful EGOT. She is just only an Oscar away from having an EGOT, <laughs> which we need to do. So I think that needs to be our new thing. All queer people out there, all straight people, get together. We're gonna get her an Oscar. All you right. With me, Holly? We're voting. Done. Right. <laughs>
0: okay. Done. My vote <laughs> for 10 million votes.
1: Exactly. So all right. anyway. and that was, that's just my love letter to Lily Collins and to Jane, her Jane Wagner, her wonderful, beautiful oh, wife. Yeah. Their wonderful, their wonderful love story. They have a wonderful love story.
0: And we may have to jump do a deep dive eventually. Um anyway, yes, she's a we will be. Yes. Actually,
1: I think that we at some point should do a um a deep dive on queer couples that have been together over 40 years, because there are a lot of them out there. And I've been doing a lot of research. So okay. we 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 could easily we'll do to, this. I, I
0: look forward to being able to sit with you in the same room and workshop our, our stuff. Oh, it's so, so exciting. So exciting. I'm excited. So, so well, I, which we're gonna be on vacation for uh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, are you I, are you done? I am all, all done because that's
1: yeah. just my, okay. my my wonderful love letter to Lily Tomlin who is amazing and she's my, my, she's my lesbian crush. So Aww. I, 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 I just think she's, I more, I would love her to be like, I always, I, I want to think of her as my aunt. You know, she's one of she, the
0: few people that if I met in person, I would be frozen. I wouldn't be able to move
1: i would ball. i, I would, mean, would I just I yeah would, I'd, I'd be, be so
0: i would probably cry. like <laughs> i'm are, just thinking about it I would I, ball. right right <laughs> anyway anyway oh, we it's getting oh, hot it's <laughs> getting warm in here it's getting warm in here anyhow anyway we're uh, gonna we're gonna take t- a couple of weeks off and in the meantime i'm gonna drop episode 13 women of stonewall And I'm tossing up whether or not to do the Mau, the third gender, third gender, which because I'm going to be in Hawaii. So it kind of makes sense. So I'm looking at either I'll either drop that one or um, a conversation that we had involving terminologies within our and within our community. And then we will be back in your ears early July. Uh, We really want to spend this time as we're transitioning and moving and doing what we're doing. To spend time with our family and and i'm hoping to hit a pride event or two over in hawaii I'm super excited about it um but it, just know that we're still there for you in social you can connect with us on instagram and twitter our email still works although most people connect with us on social media which i i appreciate i respond much quicker there so uh, like and follow us there um i did check our status on spotify and uh, itunes and I know that we have more listeners, but there that like and subscribe button does not click itself, unfortunately. It has to be done by you. Uh, so if you can do that, that will help our metrics. And, and thanks, Hannah. That. She
1: did it for us. I know that one. Thank you, right? Hannah.
0: Thank you, Hannah. Uh, so that gets, and then what that does too is that people that are reaching out or trying to learn more about their subculture. Um, about who they are as a person. Sometimes it's nice just to be able to hear these, stu- these very silly conversations and also serious conversations that we have here on our show uh, as, a, as a way to introduce them to the community, maybe answer some questions for them or provide resources for them to, to ask those questions safely um, as, as that continues to be our driving missions to, to, to build that knowledge and to educate people in our community. Uh, so if you could do that, the likes, like and subscribe buttons would be fantastic and if not that's okay boo i know you're there and i love you and i'm gonna miss you guys i'm really i'm gonna really miss you guys
1: i'll miss you too but it's not my fault i would have worked i would have moved heaven and earth to still do the podcast oh yeah
0: sure (laughs) you i remember the last couple of times you moved it was not a fun, fun thing for you in fact i think you lost your mic for a half a second anyway um th- I but also, but also very true he would have gone out and bought a new mic just to do that recording if necessary so heaven and earth is pretty close pretty darn close well that is a wrap we went a little bit long on our show today which is is fine because we love you guys um we'll talk to you guys soon and until next time be well
1: and be queer you wonderfully fabulous motherfuckers
0: thank you for connecting with us on this week's conundrum
1: connect with us on facebook
0: instagram twitter at cornundrum podcast
1: and email us at queernundrum at queernundrum.com
0: and please rate and review us on itunes until then peace and be well
1: and be queer